The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at wrestlingwithjonas.com. Good evening and welcome to another live episode of Wrestling With Jonas, episode 265. Uh, we're stacking up these episodes, but uh, we've got a wonderful guest for, um, uh, let's say, a Monday evening and uh, none other than Billy Wood, who's bringing back Hammerlock Wrestling after a fairly long absence. We're going to talk all about that and the return of Hammerlock on the 29th of October. But Billy, thanks for coming on the show. How are you doing? I'm all good. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm excited to be part of this and I'm um, excited to discuss Hamlock Wrestling and yeah, why, why we're doing it. Why are we taking this? Why am I taking another punt and and, and why with Hamlock? Absolutely, absolutely. But uh, over the next 45 minutes to an hour, however long it goes, if you've got any questions for Billy, if you're curious about Hamlock Wrestling, um, want to know more about uh, uh, why he decided to bring back Hamlock, um, or any questions about any of the matches that might be happening, which we will be taking a deep dive into, please get in touch. Uh, send your questions through using your chosen device. They'll ping through to us and uh, we'll bring up uh, any and all questions as long as they're uh, appropriate or not inappropriate, I should say. <laughs> say uh to the conversation uh but billy first of all like i say we are about a week and a half away uh from the the big show mm -hmm. the big return tradition yeah. lives on let's just bring up uh, a couple of graphics because this is sure. what we're all about uh tradition lives on mm -hmm. hammerlock wrestling there's the wonderful graphic by Elliot93, good friend of mine, good friend of the show, good friend of Billy's, I'm sure. And uh, he's done some wonderful wow. graphics, which you'll go through. Uh, but uh, Saturday, the 29th of October, from the Maidstone Leisure Centre in Maidstone. Um, Billy, you must be excited, uh, buzzing, maybe a little bit nervous. How are your feelings uh, just a week and a half away from the big show? A, a mixture, if I'm honest. So, obviously, the graphics amazing job by Elliot amazing yeah. job really capture captures like captured the the traditional feel that we wanted with with, with the Hamlet return uh, we didn't want to just try and be like everyone else or, or or try to try and be too cool um we're trying to present a real wrestling card I feel that's what we're trying to do so like my nerves with it are they're there because it's been a while of producing yeah. a, a wrestling show it's been a while since I've been at Maidstone. Obviously, I've been there with a previous promotion as well. Uh, it's, a, it's a place we've had a lot of success at in, in prior times. But every time I was there, every single time, myself, Dean Ayers, who who will be um, AS, sorry, will be at the show commentating on on, on the card. We would talk uh, about Hammerlock. Funny enough, we'd always talk about the the venues relationship with the history of, of Hamelot wrestling and and it feels so right to be back with Hamelot at the Maidstone Leisure Centre at Moat Hall it's it's just that it's just the right venue to to begin this and yeah, yeah the thought of producing a wrestling show and the potential things that could fuck up on the day oh excuse my friend could no you, you can day. say whatever you want to um, say on this podcast never been uh, a pg podcast and, and the problems <laughs> that we have uh and i'm sure many promoters have on on show day 
I'm not looking forward to that. But what I am looking forward to is, is putting on what I would consider, if you look across the card, one of the most exciting wrestling shows that, that I think will, will, will take place this month. Absolutely, absolutely. We will get into all of that, but I'm really curious to know, how did you, I mean, you mentioned about conversations you used to have with, with Dean uh, in the Maidstone Leisure Centre. How did you kind of first get involved with, with Hammerlock, bringing back Hammerlock? How did that kind of genesis, yeah. that idea, that all start for you? So, long story short, uh, I've been promoting my first, I promoted my first show and actually I started promoting it. The show took place in 2009. I started promoting it in 2008 uh, with um, um, EWW, which is now a promotion based in Hastings, uh, run by the Dominator, Stu Allen. And, and and from there, set up Fight Nation Wrestling, which we, we ran shows from 2015 onwards. And when, in 2017, I actually purchased IPW UK. We won't mention the, the prior to that, but... Uh, we had we had a really nice successful run, um, and we ran a lot of shows in Kent, and we made Maidstone kind of like the place for for the major shows. So as a promotion, we ran monthly in Milton Keynes at Unit Nine, uh, and then we would run every, yeah, a few places across the country. But with Maidstone, would be kind of like our our build up to a big show. So. We would do four for for a year there. The anniversary would have been there. The end of the year show, that sort of thing. So the venue was successful for us, but it was always just always connected to Hamlock by the conversations. And personally, my my affinity with Hamlock goes all the way back to to the late nineties when uh, and we uh, we were discussing this a minute ago. Uh, Power Slam magazine, you know, everyone. Everyone remembers the adverts in there for the training school. And in in the, I think it was 97, 98, myself and my friend Graham actually decided we want to be pro wrestlers. Let's go. Let's go down to Hammerlock. And that's where my affinity and my journey with, with British wrestling started and with Hammerlock. And I've always held held that as a part of everything I've done. I was and still am. I love I love the NWA. I love the NWA heritage. And that was attached to obviously Hammerlock even back then. So I was always kind of just gravitating towards that, if you know what I mean, just gravitating towards that, that feeling. And and and, that, and that's shown in, in what I've done previously with Fight Nation being NWA affiliated and stuff like that. It's always been something there. And when I took a break, I decided that if I was going to do something, it had to be, had to be something that I feel I could, could mould or, 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 or take forward if that's a brand new promotion straight from scratch or something we could rejuvenate and the opportunity came with the blessing of, of, of Andre Baker's family to to bring Hamelot back so we've taken the opportunity uh not lightly I don't think you can take the Hamelot name lightly I don't think you can just put on a show under the brand we've looked at it looked at the history and the the, the tradition that it, it represents speaking to people like Dean obviously Doug Williams started his career there too understanding what it means to people understanding what it means to to jim diehard what it means to so many people that have reached out since we've announced that we're coming back that were part of hammock over the last since 93 onwards and that's why we've done it because we genuinely think there's 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 love to the brand but there's more legs in it if that makes sense it's not dead it's not done there, there's more that can be done with it 
Absolutely. The title of the show is uh, uh, Tradition, just remind me again, Tradition, Tradition Lives On. Lives on. That's yeah. right. Um, you're obviously a bit of a, a wrestling historian. You've been involved in many promotions over the years. Mm. Are, are there certain Hammerlock traditions or things that were synonymous with Hammerlock that you'd be looking to bring back um, in terms of the look, the feel, yeah. um, and what Hammerlock meant to you as a fan? I think I think the biggest thing for me is we, we actually put out the, the rules of Hammerlock, uh, which we're going to stick to and abide by. And you, anyone can see that on our social media pages. I might even post it again tonight just so people can see that. I think the look and the feel, um, something that I've tried to do a few times actually in the past, but I think actually it fits with Hamlet better than, than it ever has done in, in prior. So the feeling of, of going to a Hamlet show, it won't be massive screens that I've done in the past where it's been LED walls and all that, there'd still be a razzmatazz to it. The, the place will be be lit well for, for production and, and, and be able to produce a, a great show. But the feeling will have a little bit more of an old school studio wrestling feel, if that makes sense. Yeah. So the red, white and blue ropes are going to be returning. We, we, we think that's a, a tradition that should be there. Uh, the, the feel will be a little bit more old school in look. But not old school in the way of hey, let's just turn up, put a, let's just put a drape on a door and walk out the drape. No, it's not, we're not going back to those days. It will still be professionally done, and there's lots of money being spent on production. But it will st- will have a, a feel that you are kind of a little bit stepping back in time, just a little bit, not to the seventies, eighties, but maybe to those exciting early indie shows in the late 90s. That sort of feel. That's kind of going to have its feel into it. That's for sure. So a, a mixture of the, the the old school and the new school. Yeah. Um, and uh, certainly the, the action is going to be uh, a mixture of old school and very much uh, new school. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, tell us about what Hammerlock did for you as a fan and uh what what excited you in particular about hammerlock as a fan and what what made it different at the time and what's going to make it different this time around i think andre baker was someone who who kind of i believe and this is my opinion it might not be everyone's opinion but i believe andre was the spark in in kind of the the boom period of, of British wrestling in the late nineties, early noughties, and then, yeah. which then actually led to the the boom period we had not so long ago. In my opinion, I think Andre was the first to kind of think outside the box with with, with American imports and, and look at touring weekends and stuff like that. I think Andre pulled the curtain back a little bit. Um, he, he brought into the the fact that wrestling fans which i'm still am one to this day that's not going to change uh wanted to know want to know more so in the 90s you didn't yeah you might have dial-up internet but if your mum was on the phone to her best friend you couldn't go into that so no chance um, <laughs> i remember that very fondly not so fondly actually i should say and we relied on magazines and and with that in those Palestine was was a massive part of that. What's going on? Who's going to sign a contract here? Who's leaving WCW for the WWF? What's ECW? Who, what's it? Oh, ECW. What, what's I need to get these ECW tapes? How can I get hold of those? 
that period of time where the curtain was kind of coming back a little bit and us ordinary fans started to understand the, the business of the business. I'll say understand, think we understood the business of the business. When you start seeing adverts for a wrestling school, which before that I never knew, it was like the magic circle to get involved in professional wrestling before yeah. you know, early 90s, 80s. It was, it was a very well-protected industry, right? Let, let, let's, let's not beat around the bush. That, I wouldn't say vulnerability, but that transparency and like come and experience it for yourself. That's what excited me about Hamlock and be able to go to some Hamlock shows uh, around around the Kent area. And also just to go and try to learn the craft of professional wrestling there just gravitated to me. And it, and I remember at the same time on ITV, it was on, it was localized, obviously of Meridians and, and what have you. Like, there used to be a thing called Transatlantic Challenge, which was a, a show on ITV which was UK British wrestlers versus American wrestlers. And that was, you know, it was the Hamlock, Hamlock talent that was on that show. And that idea, wow, actually, there's this British wrestling show on Channel 3. Like, what, like what's those things, those little things, and then Gary's still winning the, the NWA World, World Heavyweight Championship. There's little moments that kind of always pulled me towards it, if that makes yeah. sense. And, and built up my intrigue and and feeling of wanting to be involved. Long story short, after a period of time, re- being a professional wrestler wasn't ever going to happen for me, not physically or anything like that. It's just being from a family of a single mum who didn't have a lot of money, relying on my friend's dad to drive us to, 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 to the school every week, got lesser and lesser when my friend had less and less of an interest. And it was me with the only interest, right? So... Yeah. Whilst that kind of pulled away, my love for British wrestling and going to shows and then understand and still loving, loving, loving the, the, you know, the industry didn't die. But that has to be, I, I kind of, whilst I wouldn't say Hamlock's the sole reason why I ended up being a promoter and, and pushing down that lane, I genuinely think my my time at Hamlock and meeting the people that I met there, that I'm still friends with, some of them I'm still friends with today, I've actually worked on my shows, like you know, after the yeah. fact that I've met them at Hammerlock, and 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 understanding what it what the industry was about will always lead me to to looking at Hammerlock in a in a in a positive light. It wasn't positive for everyone, but for me, it was. It was hugely positive, and to be able to then try to honour it later on because I actually I wanted to do it a long, long time ago. Really? But, but yeah, I, I did. <laughs> But I didn't because as Fight Nation was starting, NWA UK Hammerlock on its new incarnation that kind of started in early like 2010 was kind of there, but wasn't putting on shows. So it wasn't something that I was looking to to purchase or anything like that. But if the opportunity came, I probably would have ran as Hammerlock rather than Fight Nation. Fight Nation would have never existed if it wasn't for. For, for the opportunity of not of that not existing as such, so I think for me, it's this isn't just me going. Oh, I love it. I want to bring it back. Just looking back at cards, looking back at the history, the moments, the talent that that Hamlock produced, not just in the Kent School, but in the, in the schools elsewhere. You know, obviously NWA Ireland. You know, the, the Scottish con- contingency as well, the Midlands. 
the connection between that and seeing and also seeing the 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 positivity because i was a bit worried when we went up would it be discredited by some of the people that were part of it in the, in the previous regimes but to see the positivity and the fact that these people were excited to see it come back for me shows it's not just me who who feels that 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 sway by the hamilton name but but many in the industry and we can you know hopefully give it to a whole new brand brand new level of support fans how whatever you want to call them and show them what 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 tradi- the tradi- Brit, british you know, i would say traditional british wrestling yeah but more so just traditional wrestling really yeah. and how we can merge that with the modern era and talent coming through how can we present it differently that's the that's the thing for me that's it because uh, wrestling has evolved a lot in the last five years, let alone the last 10, 15, or 20 years. It's always evolving, and uh, that's yeah. demonstrated certainly by the talent that you're using uh, in a couple of Saturdays' time. Yeah. But you, you mentioned earlier, or just a moment ago, um, uh, you know, about the positivity of Hammerlock mm. and uh, how people have reached out to you. And you've got the likes of, of Doug and Jim Diehard and Magic, who are. NWA UK yeah. Hammerlock yeah. originals, or they started their career very early on with, with Hammerlock. And certainly Doug was, was trained by Andre. And I, I had Jim on the podcast a few months ago, and he was delighted to be part of Hammerlock um, and uh, wants to go for, for the bout that was so renowned yeah. with Hammerlock at the very beginning. Um, but but what other sort of uh, reception or reaction have you had from fans, from other promoters, from people within the business? since the announcement of, of bringing Hammerlock back, uh, I'm guessing it's mostly positive, but have you had people yeah. reaching out to you saying, brilliant, thank you, well done? What sort of reaction have you had from people within the business and fans? Uh, from people within, it's been positive. There's been no negative directed towards me. I'm sure if there was any negative, it probably wouldn't have come my way anyway. It'd probably go elsewhere. Um, but, for example, Magic, one, I... I I was worried that there'd be a scepticism with with him, but but he's been fantastic, absolutely fantastic with with our return. And when I decided to bring Hamlock back, I was hoping we could involve Magic in some way. And I'm and I'm so excited that we've got him involved in a way that I didn't actually think we would. So to have him on the cards, that shows to me the reception that we're getting is the fact that when we're reaching out to the likes of magic jim diehard andy wild and they're saying it'll be an absolute pleasure to be on that first show that's the that's the great reaction we're getting from yeah. from fans hey look it's hard at the moment it's we're in a, an energy crisis that yeah. we can't ignore it's there uh the po- pockets are tight for people at the moment we are coming up to christmas with we, we're going to have to try and drag people out of the houses to the show. Yeah. You know? And there's a lot of competition out there as well. Yeah, there's a lot of competition, but there's always been competition. Yeah. You know, my first ever Fight Nation show, we had about 30 people in the, in the door at Islington Academy, which cost me about three grand. So you can imagine there's always been competition. But for me, this is a long game with Hamlock. Yeah. And we will put on and produce an excellent night of professional wrestling. And we hope that would be a showcase of what we're trying to do long term. So ticket sales, by the way, last couple of weeks have gone like that. I think we've gone, we've done a lot of traditional advertising posters around the town um, in, in places you're meant to put them. In some places you're not. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <Everyone does it. laughs> but we, we've, we've done it 
with purpose and we've um we, we try to really get the show out like we'll be going back out again this week to do more and it's it's not just oh well, we'll put on social media put a couple of posts up and see what happens no we're, yeah. we're looking at different ways of, of getting this name out under 16s can go free to the show which is something that actually i've taken from my football club so we, we let under 16s go free to football and i've seen a rise in attendance in my club and and we're going to try that that with this and see if we can engage in families brilliant don't get me wrong we want wrestling fans the sort of same sort of fans that will go to a Red Pro Progress or, or or whomever, we want them to come to to a Hamlock show. Absolutely, we want them to enjoy a Hamlock show, but we also want it to be open to everyone. We want we want those supporters that that chant that come up with you know funny things to say that that bring the atmosphere to then like kind of not sell it but be a positive enforcement to the younger supporters that are coming in and being part of it and kind of building like a hammerlock community that's exactly. not going to happen over one show we've got to be diligent and take our time with it and all we can do is try to put on the absolute best show possible going in and and yeah it's it is nerve-wracking because it's always a risk promoting is a risk no not, not many wrestling promoters are rich but we we, we were taking this calculated risk and we're going to do it and we're going to stick with it and it's not going to be a one shot and done whether we had one person turn up or 300 400 500 we're prepared to go long run with this brilliant brilliant and before we uh, break down the matches just re remind uh, my listeners my viewers and we'll do this again at the end where they can get tickets from billy nice and easy nice and easy it, whilst they're available at ringside world you can just go to hammerlock.co.uk and it will take you straight I mean, straight to um, to the ticket site. So hamlock.co.uk, Bosch, straight there. Ringside tickets, which come with a VIP program, uh, which I'm actually finishing up at the moment. Uh, program with a sign poster and a meet and greet. We'll, we'll be giving, giving those to the, the ringside crew. There's not many ringsides left, I have to be honest uh fam like we do group of four tickets for just 35 pounds so if you want to buy a group of four it's a big saving for, for for you if you want to do that and with the under 16s go free you know it's come along except you know sample it bring it bring your son or daughter along cheer buy a beer and and have fun there you go sounds like the perfect uh, perfect combination for Traditional wrestling fans, uh, though that uh, those that know their sport, and yeah. uh, anybody looking to kind of uh, learn, say it, it sounds like a good environment, a good atmosphere for the family and to bring kids along. Yeah. Um, so, uh, like I say, building uh, wrestling fans of the future. But let, let's talk about the yeah. matches then, Billy, because there's a yeah, lot sure. to get through. And uh, Andy Wild versus Jim Diehard. Two big heavyweights. This is advertised as a heavyweight match. And like I say, I had Big Jim on the podcast, uh, on the show not long ago. Yeah. He was really looking forward to being back inside a hammerlock uh, ring. But uh, tell us about these two, because this is going to be a big, hard-hitting yeah. heavyweight encounter, isn't it? So the one thing with hammerlock that we, we, we're bringing in is, is the, the weight divisions and sticking to them. Uh, no knock on anyone else, but we, we want to pr present... A little bit more realism with with the bouts. Uh, look, wrestling subjective. There's so many different ways you can skin a cat, especially in professional wrestling. Uh, but we want people to 
to come and see heavyweights, battle heavyweights, junior heavyweights, battle juniors. Um, the tags will be an open division and we're hoping over time we can have a couple of different weight divisions for, for the women as well. I think that's really, really important. But this is a, a, a big host match, you know. Andy Wilde, Jim Diehard, two, two gents that really put Hammerlock up there as, as, as the reasons they're in the business. Uh, both trained, both Hammerlock trained talents. What better way to to show out of our, our heavyweight division with with those two? Um, Jim, I feel has been has been one of the most underrated heavyweights in British wrestling even by myself for, for a long 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 period of time and and what jim's done in the in the last couple of years yeah personally it has to be rewarded and and i, I look at these two and i think yeah yeah this might be the first match the new well the, the first heavyweight match for, of the new hammerlock but it won't it probably won't be the last time you see either those two in a in a hammerlock ring, that's for sure. Really, really exciting. And uh what about this one here? I had yeah. RJ on the podcast a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh a junior heavyweight fatal four-way match. Mm-hmm. RJ Singh, Ian Skinner, Maverick Mayhew, Benny Nitro. Uh so you've got some newer up-and-coming names there. Yeah. You've obviously got the vet there in RJ. Um, yeah. but this is gonna be a great match, gonna be fast paced, blistering yeah. paced, as a matter of fact. Um, so uh, blink and you'll miss it. But th- that's going to be if you like your fast-paced high fly, or may- maybe high fly, but just fast-paced yeah. hundred mile an hour action. That matches for you. And I think it's it's very easy, very easy to see these sort of matches, and it be four young talents uh, thrown in there together to, to to try and make magic happen. Let's be honest, that's not the that's not the recipe for for success, in my opinion. In in that match, you've got different levels of experience you've got some you've got obviously rj uh, not just a super talent but, but an absolute superhuman being yeah uh, will be a massive part of what we do at hammerlock and and him in that four way i think those four will actually bring the house down i think we've looked at it we did a, a search for a junior and we had over 125 applicants come in to to, to try and be on this show and we've gone with Benny Nitro. Not many people know much about Benny, so we're throwing a we're throwing a bone and saying, "Here you go. Here's an opportunity. Come on, come and be part of what we're trying to do." Mav Mayhew's, you know, been around for for a while now. Mavi's been part of my previous promotions as well. And Ian Skinner's just someone I really, really like. I've been keeping my eye on, seeing what he's been doing with some of those northern promotions. And then that's the thing with Hamlock. I don't want it to get caught too regionally and being well. Hey, fuel fuel costs are super high now. Let's just make sure that we're using guys based in Kent. No, it, it won't be that way. But that mix, I think, has the the potential to be to be a bit of a. It could be a show stealer. It, it could be, but I, I could say that about any of the matches on this card, which is the which could be the cliche word I use on every single one now. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I know we're only two matches in, but uh, already you can see that the card's shaping up and uh, each match being very varied, very different. But uh, what about this one here? Um, well, I said Brady, Brady, Brady Phillips, um, he's been putting the UKC on notice over the last 12 months, really oh, getting his name mm-hmm. out there, proving why. I mean, we talk about under-rated under, under uh, rated talents. Brady Phillips 
um, is top of that list. And he's certainly one of the best wrestlers in the whole of the UK going up against uh, former NXT UK star Amir Jordan back on the scene, crushing the scene. And those two, wow, those two are going to have, uh, dare I say, another show-stealing potential match. But uh, just seeing yeah. those two in the ring, you know, when you when you talk about kind of superheroes, Batman versus Superman, you know, you kind of look at these wrestlers and think, well, what sort of match are they going to put on? And those two, Amir Jordan, Brady Phillips, are going to put on a fantastic match between two guys that can go. Yeah, I, that's one. That's one when I say about show stealing, that has the potential to really set us about who we are. Yeah, that that's the feeling with that. Both talented, very talented lads, I think. Amir Jordan has, he doesn't have it to prove, but he feels like he has it to prove. Like, yeah. you know, he's, he's gone on, you know, he's gone on to, you know, he went to NXT UK very early on in his career as well. Got the opportunity. Uh, he's now back on the indie scene. And just like a lot of those, a lot of those talents that had that opportunity probably feel, oh, I need to, I need to show really what, what I'm about and what a match we've just, just giving him with Brady Phillips, who whew, I don't know. When I looked at who we're going to put, who we're going to partner up, and, and what what we're going to do, I just thought that is a real showcase of what the junior heavyweight division can be. And um, once again, two guys that I think will be a massive part of Hammerlock, not just short term but long term. And I'm looking forward to seeing that match and seeing clips of that match all over the internet afterwards. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, for any of my viewers, listeners, um, Brady Phillips has, has just uh, been absolutely, I've seen a lot of him over the UK over the last yeah. uh, 12, 14 months. Um, and if you if you, if you you go into the Hamlock show uh, on Saturday the 29th, um, you'll be wowed uh, by, what, by what those two um, are going to yeah. put on uh, in the ring. Um, <laughs> Callum Newman versus Magic. And then... Callum Newman has been one of those pros that over the last few years has really come onto the scene. The last 12 months, he's really made his name out there all across Europe, all across the UK. Uh, Progress, Rev Pro, you name it. Um, and he's going up against a, a legends of the Hammerlock wrestling scene in Magic. Um, but um, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is Magic's first match back since about 2018 2019 in a while so in a, in a little a while. while so yeah. uh, what an opponent to make your return match with but these two you know uh, these two are going to put on a spectacular um match for the fans um in in the center on saturday aren't they well the way i look at this is i looked at magic the first ever nwa junior heavyweight champion british shall I say, not the actual junior, the NWA UK British Junior Heavyweight Championship. He was the first holder of that. Magic was despised by everyone back in the day. You know, what what a character, you know, just, just an awe of the man. But do you know what the truth is? I think he's, he might be a forgotten man of British wrestling a little bit. The amount that he's done... And the fact that this new generation might not know who Magic is, is an opportunity for us to re-educate. And that's what excites me. It's about really taking the tradition in the past and the history and saying, look, this is who this guy was. This is him. And we could honour him with a Hamlock Hall of Fame, right? But no, what are we doing? We're taking the first ever junior heavyweight champion, 
and we're putting him in, in with one of the most exciting junior heavyweights in the country. Like Callum's not just immense potential, like he's been for the last couple of years. He's the real deal. He yeah. is the real deal. But do you know what? There's some needles to this one. And this is why I think people buy a ticket. I don't care if you live 100 miles from this show. Buy a ticket. For £15, buy a ticket because there is a needle to this. Callum Newman, who's Magic? Why am I in with this old boy? Well, Magic's going to show Cal what, what he's all about. This isn't going to be Magic doing 450s and some crazy, 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 crazy shit. No, it's not. But Magic's going to teach teach Callum a, a British mm. lesson. So Callum better not take this lightly. He, not, he better not come into it expecting, well, I'm Callum Newman. You know, I'm, I'm going to roll this, this old timer over. Absolutely not. This is not going to be as simple as that. Magic wants to protect the heritage of Hamlet wrestling. The way he wants to do that, we as Hammerlock, you know, myself running Hammerlock or, or, or my team might not agree with because Magic does it his own way. But now Callum's lit a torch by his comments. This one has got something. It's got a little bit of that. So yeah. if you're around, get a ticket because for that match only, it's worth it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, like I say, that's got me very, very intrigued. Um, but uh, what about this one here? I am uh, a huge tag team wrestling fan. And when I see these two on the poster going up against one another, the 8-7 going up against the Rebellion, two of the best tag teams in the UK right now. Um, yeah. And uh, you couldn't have picked two better tag teams, I believe. Um, and uh, they, these two have possibly faced many times before yeah. in many different promotions. Um, but like I say, they're going into new territory now. Um, and the 8-7 versus the Rebellion, like I say, if you love your tag team wrestling, this is going to set the place on fire in two Saturdays' time. Yeah, I think um, the 8-7, I think, you know, Roth and, you know, and, and Johnson, I think there's so much upside with them two as a tag team. I don't think they're nowhere near their potential yet. I don't think they've hit it, but I think this will showcase why we've gone and brought them in. Um, the Rebellion, who we've had work with us in the past also, I think I think they're underrated as well, actually. I think they could be in more places as a tag team. And this is a showcase. Like Tag team wrestling is going to be a massive part of Hamelot. It's something that I love. It's yeah. something that excites me. And I think... The old tag team ropes are going to come back. We're going to, you know, we're going to bring in some little things <laughs> like that. Um, but we want them to go out and really showcase what we're what we're going to try and do with the with the tag team division. You know, we're not rushing into championships. We're not rushing that. We're gonna we're gonna marinate. We're gonna take our time. We want people to understand what Hamlock is first, and we feel this is the best way to to really showcase the tag team division. Absolutely, absolutely. Can't wait for that one. And then we've got Rhea O'Reilly versus Zaya Brookside, two of the best female workers, two of the best female talent in the UK, Europe, maybe further afield. Um, and they're going to put on a fantastic display uh, yeah. for the fans um, on the 29th. Um, I don't think you could have picked two better female performers to kick off 
uh, tradition lives on to, to kick off the return of Hammerlock. And that's going to be a great display and a great advert for not only how great women's wrestling is and has become over the last few years in the UK, but what uh, Hammerlock Wrestling has in store for its women's division going forward. Yeah, look, I want to make this very clear and be transparent. I want as many, I want to, I want to do more women's matches on our shows. We're trying to get another one on this show as well. Uh, so we'll hopefully have a late addition to that. And I want to be transparent with that because it's very easy just to just to make, make, make it a political agenda with women's wrestling. I think I'm a big advocate of women's sport, um, as I have been in women's football as well. And, and I think it's important that we showcase women's wrestling in the right light. I'm not just going to put matches on for the sake of putting matches on. This is not for the sake of it. Rio O'Reilly, what a talent. Like, what a talent. And not only what a talent, her history with Hamlock is there too, was on the last shows. Um, you know, could have been set to be crowned the, the women's champion back then. And Sire Brookside, I think I mentioned about Amir Jordan earlier about the the proving themselves thing. Sire, before going to NXT UK, was on such a such a like no, I wouldn't say it was Escalate. I think she was just on such a momentum run. You know, mm. she was doing great things with you know out in Japan, stardom. As she was obviously in the um the WWE May Young Classic. Yeah, the May Young Classic tournament. She was was the you know, when I was the IPW promoter at the time, she was our champion and it gained incredible traction. Some of the matches like the Tenille Dashwood and and many others that we brought over that, that she she worked. It created so much traction for, for the thing. She was becoming a, a real darling of the of the British indie scene. And she's so young. Like she's still so young, like people forget how young she is, that she's got a whole career ahead of her. And if we can play a small part into reigniting that fire and and try and showcase what she's about, I'll be very happy to do so and be very proud to do so because there is so much upside in Zybrook's side. And yeah, this match really will showcase, again, like I said, with the tag division will showcase what we're looking to do with women's wrestling. Absolutely, absolutely. And then this one here, Doug Williams, uh, the, the ambassador of British wrestling. Yes. Um, and uh, like I say, he was probably one of the most, if, if not the most famous names associated with Hamlock, certainly in the early years, trained uh, back in the early years of, of Hamlock by Andre Baker um, and uh, a real veteran of the scene, but a real master of his craft, going up against Shah Samuels, um, who yeah. is a bit of a veteran in his own right, been on the UK indie scene for many, many years, um, the last 12 months or so on uh, NXT UK. So he has the credentials. Um, but mm. uh, these two guys going in the ring together um, are going to put on a really good heavyweight main event for those in attendance, aren't they? Without a doubt. Um, I could sit all day and talk about Doug Williams and, and what he means to British wrestling and and the incredible journey he has had, you know, through through obviously and Hamlock, FWA, Ring of Honor, the TNA run. You know, yeah. you, you talk even recently the NWA stuff that, that that Doug's done. You know, Doug is British wrestling's finest ambassador. He's definitely, our, our, I think, our best. But one of our best exports ever, um, but also such a great humble bloke. 
Like he, he genuinely is. And he's an absolute ring general. And then there's Shah Samuels, who is the king of charisma. And you know, he can get he can take a, a crowd and have them in the palm of his hands. He's he's in the best shape of his life. Yeah. The absolute best shape of his life. And you know what? Having him back on the on the independent scene is is British wrestling's gift. Like we are blessed to have Shah back, absolutely blessed. And this match just excites me. If it, it screams main event, you know, it screams it. If you're if you're a, a indie wrestling, British wrestling, or just a wrestling fan, that match headlining it can headline any show in British wrestling, any show. Um, and we're delighted to have it as a as a Hamlock main event. And we we really feel it kind of embodies what we're trying to trying to achieve with heavyweight wrestling and you know and yes Charles is exciting whether you love him or you hate him is exciting to have it on board and him and Doug is going to tear the house down they really really are absolutely let's have a quick quick recap of them seven matches Andy Wilde versus Jim Diehard uh in as you described it a bit of a hoss fight um, and then you've got uh, a variety of experience levels here. IJ Singh versus Ian Skinner versus Maverick Mayhew versus Benny Nitro in a junior heavyweight fatal four-way. And then, of course, Amir Jordan versus Brady Phillips. Could be a show stealer um, yeah. between two uh, great UK talents. Uh, Callum Newman versus Magic. And like I say, there's a little bit of needle to that one, a little bit of yeah, a story. Um, sure so is. that's going to be intriguing all the way round. And then, of course, the 8-7 and the Rebellion go at it in uh, the tag match of the night with O'Reilly versus I Brooks. So that's going to be a fantastic um, exhibition of what what's uh, you know to look forward to with the future of the mm-hmm. women's division in Hammerlock Wrestling. And then, of course, you've got uh, what's surely to be the main event, um, the heavyweight match between Doug Williams and Shah Samuels. And when, when you look at that card in a nutshell, that's pretty exciting. And as you explained, it's talent from all over the country, from all over the UK, um, in some cases, different experience levels, but it all adds up to a, a good variety card. It is, uh, every match is different, um, and every match is going to tell a different story, yeah. um, but you've got some of the best talent in the whole of the UK under one roof there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, come and get on board. Come and get on board now and, and, and see what we're trying to achieve. Give us, give us a chance. Um, really give us a chance because we won't, we're not going to look to let you down. We want to put on a, an incredible professional wrestling show with, with great talent, you know, experienced and, and brand new. We want to give, like Hamlock did back in the day, we want to give opportunities to, to young talent. And, and that's something we're going to push heavily. But we're not, not going to neglect the value of main eventers. We're not going to neglect the value of of having those those big names on the card too. And I think if you look at it, Doug Williams, Charles Samuels, Sia Brookside, Amir Jordan, some big, big names there, big names in British wrestling. And we didn't need to, it's not like we need to fly them on from the States for this. You know, we've got great talent on these shores. We're blessed with it. Absolutely blessed. So we're going to, going to back it. Will will we have a a few Americans here or there? Yeah, of course. Will we have talent from Europe? Absolutely. Um, Japan, potentially based on relationships that I have in Japan. But for now, for what we're trying to achieve to set the, the the stand of what Hamlock is and what tradition 
and how tradition is going to live on. This is the card that we genuinely believe allows us to come back, showcase who we are and say, hey, look, we're back. We're not going anywhere. Get on board, be part of it and come and see it for yourself. Absolutely. And, and speaking of tradition, um, what about championships? What are the plans for championships in the future? Now, I'm going to bring up a couple of pictures here. Yes. There is the uh, NWA UK Hammerlock United Kingdom Heavyweight Championship belt. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you've got the NWA UK Junior Heavyweight Championship. Um, let's say both very prestigious titles yes. um, and the, the people that have held them belts over the many years of Hammerlock have gone on to do great things and some big names within the business, very well-respected names within the business. Mm -hmm. But what are your plans regarding championships then, Billy? So, like I said, we're not going to rush, like in the sense of name, get get our champions in place by show one or two. It's not going to happen. Uh, we will be bringing back both of those championships. We'll be returning. So the um, it, whilst it might not have the NWA letters on it anymore, it will be you know the Hamlock UK Heavyweight Championship will return, and the Hamlock UK Junior Heavyweight Championship will return with the lineage and, and the history that, that, that comes with that. And how we name those those champions will we'll come out shortly. We will likely have a, a tournament for, for both. Uh, will there be one-night tournaments? Unsure as of yet. But we are hoping to, to announce our second show in Kent again. We will be staying in Kent. Um, we were looking in December, but unfortunately, the World Cup's... <laughs> I say, unfortunately, I'm a massive football fan. But <laughs> the World Cup's not helping on Saturdays. Let's just say that. So uh, the fact is the belts will return. Uh, but what the most important thing for us is, is un we want the audience to understand who we are and understand, and, and understand that there's going to be an element of old school meets new school. If we're like anything, I would say... If you're going to categorize where Hamlock sits as, as a look and a feel, think when NWA came came kind of back with power with, with Billy Corgan, sitting kind of around there, that's going to kind of be us. Not a replica of what they do, but there's going to be a lot, a lot of things that they do we've actually done before with prior promotions, but now it fits right with Hamlock sits and it feels right heavyweights versus heavyweights big guys versus big guys juniors versus juniors tag teams you know it's it's going to be exciting so once we set that nicely and people understand who's part of what we're kind of trying to do then these beautiful belts maybe in their original form will be returning brilliant Absolutely brilliant. And uh, I did notice um, a, a comment on one of the, the social media platforms, possibly Facebook, uh, about um, uh, th there not being enough ties to the original Hammerlock and uh, not yeah. enough names associated with the original Hammerlock. And uh, you, you said something like, or somebody said, you know, wait and see, wait and see. You know, you might get uh, some surprises on the day. Now, I'm not expecting you to let yeah. out any spoilers unless you want to give us an exclusive. But uh, could, could we possibly expect or could those who are in the venue on the day on the 29th of October, possibly expect some, some uh, bit of nostalgia, a bit of a blast from the past, maybe one or two names that aren't on the card that could be there as a special appearance, um, a bit of a, an opportunity for you to kind of let us know whether there might be some surprises on the day. 
for me, Hammerlock has a, a huge tradition and a history. That tradition and history will will not just be of us for tradition lives on. We're going to be a a promotion that doesn't just come back and change everything that it was all about and then move forward and that's it. So as we go on, expect to see Hammerlock Illuminati turn up, be part of what we do. Could there be a surprise in the works for 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 Maidstone? Potentially, potentially. Could be a former champion, potentially. Mm. But the most important thing for us is is that yes, we're linked to the past. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna honor and talk about the history of 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 what we've done. But for talent to come back in, it's got to be right for them too. We're not just. I'm not going to ask someone to turn up and sit front row and wave or come in and be a special endorser. It's got to feel right. Yeah. We've got to respect them enough that they have a proper spot on our show rather than, hey, we need to tie it into Hamlock. So what we're going to do is we're going to have six X Hamlock names who some of the crowd might not even know because it's it's quite, you know, niche. Sure. We don't want, we'd rather present like magic, like we're doing with magic, present him in a way of, Actually, this is what he was. This is what he's about. And this is who he is now. And he's come back because he loves the brand and loves what he means to him and the promotion and 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 what this bout can be. That's the respect we need to give the, the guys from the past. That's the respect we're going to give the guys from the past. So we, wouldn't, we won't be flippant with someone just, I don't know, jumping on colour commentary for a match because we're trying to get them on the show. But Dean Ayers, who was there in 1993, will be there ringside calling the show. Brilliant. Calling the show because that's where Dean should be. And that, having having Dean, Dean Ayers be the voice alongside his commentate partner, Ricky Slatter, those two together will really give Hammerlock Wrestling the feeling it needs to make it feel like everyone's been there forever. It'll make it feel like everyone in that ring has been part of Hammerlock's history since 1993 because that's what they're good at and that's how they make people feel. So come along, enjoy it live, then buy, hey, we might even do a VHS release of tradition. <laughs> you know, we'll do something different. But we and and that's and that's what I want people to understand. We we will touch the past. We will le- we will kind of grab the past, bring it to the present, merit to the future. That's what we're trying to do. But we will only do it in a respectful manner. Absolutely. We we had a question that came through before we went live tonight, okay. uh, Billy, and uh, it kind of links your your wrestling fandom with your career as a promoter within the business. From uh, Richie via Facebook, uh, who has been an influence on you and your decision to one day run your own wrestling company? Uh, I, I don't know whether you want to kind of go all the way back to uh, when you was a wrestling fan, or if there's been certain people within your lifetime, within your fandom mm. or your career that's kind of eventually inspired you to become a promoter so a big influence of people like obviously andre you know and also funny enough all-star wrestling mm. that was a massive influence to to want to promote um might not be seen as the coolest way in um but all-star obviously running the amount of shows they ran they still obviously run a hell of a lot now but they they, they were 
they were the they were the show in town everywhere, right? You know, for for, yeah. for for a long, long time. That was my influence on 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 that. Is kind of it, it took a while to kind of marinate with me. So whilst I went to British wrestling shows and then kind of dabbled around and did some training and and then kind of understood what it took to to, to run a show and understand. The reason I actually ran a show was because I was working in the music industry and um, dealing with promoters and selling talent to promoters. I understand what promoters do and I thought, do you know what? I think I could run a professional wrestling show. I think I'm ready for it. And it was probably my influence into doing it was probably based on my love for professional wrestling, my understanding of British wrestling, and the fact that I thought I could do things as we all do when we're younger, I was at the time, I think 2008, I was what 22, 22, yeah, I was about, yeah, I was 22 at the time, and quite feels like forever ago. But I was young, brash, naive, and thought, oh, anyone could do it, not understanding the politics of professional wrestling, which I, which later led me to a little bit of trouble. But that was kind of my, my decision to do it was based on me and my love and going actually promoting a show could be similar to promoting a live concert. And I, I think there's a lot of fundamental truths with that, you know, promoting a live music concert or a, an event in, in any take, there, there's so many similarities in, on how you promote. So I felt like, Hey, I'm going to give it a go. And that was my big step and my big learning curve into, Oh no, I'm behind the curtain. Now I've got to make sure I get this right. And, um, yeah, it took me a while, but I think I've run out. Well, I have. I've run over 100 shows. So, yeah, I've, I've done a lot right and a lot bloody wrong, that's for sure. Yeah, so life is a learning curve, isn't it? Life yeah. is a learning curve. We learn every single day. And, uh, but uh, thank you, Richie, for sending in your questions. And uh, like I say, as we kind of get close to the end of this uh, episode of Wrestling with Jonas, if you've got any final questions, now is the time to send them in. But uh, I know one thing that uh, I was first, uh, the first, brought my attention to Hammerlock and I think we had this conversation and it was exactly the same thing was the adverts in the back of the yeah. Power Slam magazine back in the 90s and I think we're of a very similar age and uh, I've I, I had Finley Martin on the on the show not long ago and had a, a good delve into into Power Slam not too long ago a great conversation there but uh, like I say there was the adverts there for uh, Hammerlock training school and um, like I say over the years it uh, really did uh, have a, a catalogue, a who's who of who went through that school, the likes of Doug and uh, Zach Sabre Jr., uh, yeah. Finn, uh, Finn Balor, uh, Virgil yeah. Devitt, of course, uh, yeah. Rebe Rebecca Knox or uh, uh, Becky Lynch over in yeah. uh, NWA, yeah. um, Ireland, of course, and so many more. Uh, we've probably mentioned them already. Uh, but um, one question that might be on the mind of the Hammerlock fans out there is, are there any plans potentially to start a Hammerlock Academy or a trainer school and maybe kind of bring back that tradition, not just of the wrestling shows, but maybe of the trainer school as well? I think it's something that I'll be remiss to forget and not, not be looking into. Like it's, it's all about doing it the right way. Yeah. You know, the right way when, when and I'm not going to dive into the past to then go back to to now. Like when I was running IPW, we we had a training school and there's some great talents that have gone on from there. Obviously, like Danny Black probably being the the one that really is now doing amazingly in, mm -hmm. in the British scene. Um, and it was and we would give we would give those those students opportunities on the shows and and it was great. It was always great to kind of grow your own and some 
you might have pushed a little bit too soon because they are your own and you can kind of get into that habit. So I felt from from that experience of running a school and learning that time is everything and also communication is massive. Like you've got to really communicate because I think everyone sold a lot of these places and I'm not knocking any any training school, but it's all hopes and promises and this, that and the other. And, and I'm not really into that. I've, I've been that guy where I've offered hopes and promises and, and not always delivered and not because I didn't want to or, or whatever, but because we've all been in situations where we believe we can do something and don't do it. I think, I think we've all, everyone in their life has had that situation. Oh yeah. If you do this, you do that. You, you get that. It doesn't always work out like that. It's the real world. So looking forward, if we dive into that space, it might be a link up with a current school. There's been, there's been a few talks with, with that uh, about how we can potentially link the brands and, and, and take it that way. But if we set up our own, number one, it'd be making sure that the, the, the trainers are right. It's super important that we've got the right trainers and and making sure that the, the fundamentals fit with it. it. It's not just a cash cow. It's not just let's take their money, let's take their money for an hour's work in the ring. This not for me. It's got to be why are we why have we set up a school? Probably to produce our own talent to help with the shows that we're trying to put on. Yeah. So there's the balancing act with that. So whilst I wouldn't imagine a Hamlock school appearing tomorrow, there's a long game to this. And, and we hope with that, that there will be either seminars taking place at shows or we then build into our own school. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Hope you didn't mind me uh, dropping that question oh, in. No, just, great, it's, uh, as big a, a part of Hammerlock history as, as the show is because it was renowned um, for being you know such a great training school. And because uh, they started the career careers of so many fantastic uh, people that have gone on to global success. Well, what um, I want to do, actually, and I think it's a, it's a good platform mm. to do that, actually reach out to the schools around the UK now. We want to look at your talent. We want to try and showcase the guys that you think are guys and girls, I should say, that you think are ready for opportunities um, because we're willing to give them. And we don't have to be shy about it. I'm not here to, to, to try and convince young trainees to then join my school down the line. It's simple. We are putting on shows. We want to offer opportunities to talent. If you've got talent, reach out and don't feel stubborn or um, that you know too proud to be able to reach out. It should be the other way around. No, like let, let's have a communication. Open those lines. Hit us on any social media. Uh, we're not hard to find. I'm not hard to find. Speak to us. We're happily look at the talent. I've been recommend re recommended some female talent by school um, recently, and we're we're gonna likely try and give an opportunity to one of those talents in the upcoming show. Even even maybe tradition lives on. So. We are open. We are open for business. We're open for ideas, and we're open to, you know, give your give your trainees uh, your your future start your stars of tomorrow an opportunity today. Absolutely. And uh, before we wrap up, uh, an opportunity, mm -hmm. Billy, for you to uh, tell my listeners, my viewers, uh, where they can reach out, find out more about Hammerlock. Uh, yeah, I know sorry. you've got a website. I know you've got email addresses and socials, and. Uh, like I say, I've got uh, your Instagram, your Facebook, and your Twitter scrolling in the, along the bottom of the screen there, if it's Amazing. any help to you. Yeah, yeah, it's all the same, at Hamlock UK, nice and simple. I 
very happy we got all that on all the socials. <laughs> it makes my life easier. Um, if you want to buy a ticket, hammerlock.co.uk. Just just go to that or, or go onto one of the social media sites and, and, and find a link from there. I think the biggest thing I want to say right now is come and, and experience it. And I, and I promise local, local support or if you're traveling from afar, I promise you one hell of a show uh, at such a great ticket price, £15, you know. If there's a group, a group deal, for example, we don't, you know, you know, four for the price of, you know, just thirty-five pounds. I think is 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 unreal. It's um, a great offer, but just I don't know. I can't just look at the card. Just have a look. If you're a wrestling fan, have a look at that card. Work out how far how far Maidstone is. There's there's two train stations not too far away. There's bus links. There's a massive car park. So if you want to drive there, car share, carpool, whatever you want to do, do it. Get to the show. See this incredible night of action that we're looking to put on. We want to present Hammock Wrestling in the best way possible. And we believe Tradition Live on, Lives On ticks every single box with that. And we hope you you as you as wrestling fans agree. Absolutely. And just... just... Look at the card. I couldn't have said it better myself. But uh, Billy Wood, it's been amazing speaking to you for the last oh, hour or so. And uh, real education uh, about yourself and your love for Hammerlock and the reasons why you're bringing it back. Uh, I'm completely sold. Uh, but uh, yeah, just one more time. Tell us where we can get tickets uh, for anybody that's on the fence, for anybody that lives in the area thinking about going to the show. Where can they get tickets uh, today and uh, let's say to avoid any disappointment? Hammerlock.co.uk. That's simple as that. Click on the link or type that into your browser now, hamlock.co.uk, get yourself a ticket, make me a happy man, give we want we want the biggest crowd that we possibly can get, but just be part of it because I would love someone to have taken a gamble on this show and then this time next year for Tradition Lives On 2 can go, wow, we've seen the growth of Hamlock within one year. Be that, be that guy or girl. Be that, be that wrestling indie fan. I know what it's been like. It's been a massive turnover of promotions in the last ten years. I get it. We're just another promotion that's turned up. No, we're not. We're here to stay. It's a long-term game. Be part of it. Join, join the Hamlock family. There we go. Billy, uh, can't wait for the show, 29th of October. And uh, listen, we'll, we'll have to do this again before your second show next year or whenever that yes. might happen. But uh, Billy, thanks for coming on the show, buddy. Thank you, mate.